Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Okay, Andre, you're okay. going to tell us about your exhausting day. Well, I had to go to work and then I came back yeah. and I had to study history. Yes, you did. Even you, even though you're the expert of on, history of, altogether. On history, you think yeah. so? Yeah, apparently you are. Because the back then time was really that important to me. Okay. More, maybe. Yeah, well, our oldest is going to have a history, history test, test tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. and he's still kind of, well... Shaky with the facts. And it's difficult for him to study by himself or not yeah. as if efficacious. He needs positive affirma affirmation. Yes. And a study partner, I guess. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah, and that's usually us. That's usually us. Yeah. yeah. So we did help him, though. And now I know a little bit more about how we used to be hunters and uh, gatherers. gatherers. That's yes. what, yeah. And how we changed from the Paleolithic time. Yeah, there was actually one, the Neolithic Revolution, mm -hmm. which was a really nice word for when we became, you know, more of farmers and uh, agricultures agriculture thing and uh, having our own farms with animals on it awesome instead of hunting them yeah well so and today we're gonna talk about like no, um, no, no, let, let me ask saber tooth tigers i guess what did you learn today oh it, yeah that's private stuff i cannot talk about that no. oh okay yeah that's right you learned something from a friend who came over and visited exactly us. and the things that i learned Okay. They're not for the for, public ear. Sorry, Aaron, but you can write me an email and I'll tell you all <laughs> the details, or rather write Anita. But, um, oh, dear. About some woman that you don't know and yeah. her private life. But you still yeah. might be interested. Also, she, she is single, so there's that. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. So, but today we're going to talk about Aaron's anxieties. Right? No, kids and anxiety. <laughs> and I think this is a current topic for us right now. Mm -hmm. um, I found this article, which we're going to link down below in the show notes. Yes. Okay. So if anybody wants to read this article from Renee Jane from Shutterstock. I think Shutterstock is that the Shut site? I don't know. Whatever. Shutterstock. Whatever. And uh, it's, it's talking about um, anxieties that kids sometimes have. Mm. In some form, we might have talked about this in earlier, in some earlier podcast, but now we're going to bring wait, her was that article the, to the, us. The complete article that you pasted into WhatsApp? No, but the, just the main points. Just the, okay, because yeah. I, I was giving up after 2000 words. I was thinking, <laughs> well, this might crash WhatsApp, but it did not. No, it didn't. <laughs> but yeah, kids in the past. I mean, you were one of the kids without any anxieties, probably. Well, I did have some anxiety, just positive ones, I guess. And then there's those other normal kids mm -hmm. who sometimes have to struggle with anxiety oh. or nervousness Poor or them. not, you know, having this weird feeling in their stomachs when they have to go to school, but they feel nervous about 
some test or whatever or about well, I, being I did, alone actually, or I, I did feel nervous about some tests I even skipped some tests and spent the hour on the toilet there so I didn't have to write the test <laughs> it's so not the same it's so not the no, same no maybe not it's more yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you try to feel a little bit into those kids yeah. who are really having okay. that you know who are I, really I nervous yeah okay, okay. Mm -hmm. just try to imagine <laughs> and nowadays we have these blogs and really intelligent people in the internet like us who are giving us wonderful advice in the internet on the internet what is it <laughs> on in, is it ablative you, you have is it? me at intelligent people so <laughs> <laughs> and now People can learn from these kinds of people mm -hmm. and teach their children how to cope with those anxieties. That's great. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Especially since our son, now our second son, mm -hmm. he just got braces and he was really, really nervous about it. Mm -hmm. He was worried about what are gonna, his, his classmates going to say, are, are they going to make fun of him? Mm -hmm. um, are the teachers going to say anything? It made him really, really nervous. And actually, he kind of found out it wasn't as bad as he anticipated it to be like. What a surprise. It was a surprise. But for us, it probably wasn't because he was really a little bit drama queenish. gonna be, you know, ending soon uh, because I have braces, basically, on that and kind of level. Yeah, and he was actually more worried about the reactions of his... No, that everyone was laughing about him. Yeah, then he was about the pain that it's going to involve. And it's, it's quite painful. I mean, he's only able to eat very soft foods and he's not really able to chew. For the moment, yeah. 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 And the advice number one that this wonderful author is going to give us is that you should stop reassuring your child. And trust me. Uh you no, basically um, what she's saying is yeah. that you should stop trying to tell your kid, you know, there's nothing to worry about. There, there's Like neglecting the anxiety. Yeah, or just saying that your kid probably must be stupid for having these anxieties. Like if you're afraid saying, yeah, you don't need to be afraid. But I'm afraid yeah, you don't need to be afraid like that. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't because really I said right. so. Oh, yeah. Makes yeah, sense. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And the kid's brain is probably not going to work this way. Uh, so you rather acknowledge the anxiety? Or no, what? you no? use the feel method. F-E-E-L method. No, you're going to look very supportively. Uh, I, I am, it's just... You are. You are going to deploy that method now? Well, let's find out <laughs> if we're already em employing it already. Ooh, okay. you know? you so number mm. one is the F for freeze. Pause and take some deep breaths with your child. Okay. So deep breathing can help reverse the nervous system response. Actually, this is a really good one that I even, uh, you know, the Elliot Hulse yeah. thing. He was also told some story about his daughter who wanted to go on one of those really big roller coasters or something. Mm -hmm. And then he taught her to breathe into the belly instead of, you know... Yeah. This uh, short, short breath, you know, breathing. which helped her a lot. And I don't know if this is going to work with all of our kids because it already takes some, you know, frontal brain activity in, in order to be able to get the bypass control. the primal fear part. 
to control your breathing and therefore mm. it might be a bit difficult for some kids? Oh, maybe not. I, I think our second son, I think he can do that. Yeah. If you talk really calm, calmly, calm, mm -hmm. if you talk calmly to him and, um, you know, give him space. And if you're on a one-to-one -one situation and no interference, I think you can make him calm down with breathing. If you, you know, talk slowly, relaxed, listen to our voice, breathe in, breathe, and so on. Exactly. Mm. Um, but I think this is something that depends on the situation because when I went to the dentist with him mm -hmm. or the Kiefer Orthopede, the... Special dentist. Yeah. For lack of words. There is a special word, but I think it's a Latin word that will not be matter. able to pronounce. So, yeah. Um, I knew that there was some time where he actually had to cry and really let it out in a sense because that was a point where I wasn't really able to talk to him and I knew that it would be in vain me trying to calm him down and therefore I just let to give him some space. Let it on out. Yeah, because like on the way to the dentist he had like some crying episode and afterwards as well. And afterwards, this was worse because I already could see that he was holding back his tears for quite some time. In uh, while being at the dentist, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I and when I picked him up afterwards, I already knew. Okay, now we're just gonna have to get into the car. Get into the car as quickly as possible. And I didn't talk to him about. I didn't ask him any questions or anything mm -hmm. because I knew it wouldn't be able. Like I wouldn't be able to get any answers. And mm -hmm. then he. First had to let it out and afterwards we could talk. Okay, this was freeze, freeze, which is actually breathing. Yeah, well, it's the F, so you can the feel, F. you know, you can act Freeze, them. pause and take some deep breaths. Yeah. Yeah, then, yeah. Okay. The feel method F for freeze. Okay, never mind. Then E for empathize, which you're kind of good at <laughs> really yeah. i am is that a compliment or some kind of a mixed um you're kind of good not really you just you think you're good with that but yeah you you're might, trying yeah, you're trying yeah. yeah he tried his best but never really succeeded but still a for effort right okay anxiety <laughs> is scary is it your child wants to know that you get it Do I? And sometimes, sometimes you actually can make the feel the kid feel like you get it. Yeah. On occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have feelings. Yes. <laughs> you do. Okay. It's good because I'm a feeler. All right. Next E is evaluate. <laughs> mm hmm. Once your child is calmed down, you can think about solutions and possibilities. You can think about them. Don't talk about them. You can think about them. Yeah, well, we yeah? make, we're going to make a list then. And the L is for let go. Let go of your guilt. You are an amazing... Oh, this is nothing for you. Let go of your guilt. Okay. You are an amazing parent giving your child the tools to manage your worry. Yeah, I always knew that. <laughs> I know that's why it's not your point okay. but sometimes parents they, can, they kind of feel guilty for not being able to, to do more 
to take the pain away from the kid. kid. Yeah. To help him out of a stressful situation, to let the kid endure those situations that help him grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you are kind of empathizing right now. I'm just now. saying, don't you know, a seed will never grow if there were never showers. And some lyrics <laughs> from some <laughs> other person who What? No, it's a song. It's just mm -hmm. old. FEG song. <laughs> I know. Old church. Hard times, though. Okay. If you want to look this all was just number one. Okay. It so was about stop reassuring your mm -hmm. child. Okay. Number two comes now. Highlight why worrying is good. Worrying can be something good. If your kid starts worrying about worrying, that's even worse. What? Well, some kids, they are actually worried of being worried. By the way, this applies to our daughter, I'd say. She usually already is worried about her worrying in the evening. Okay, that's, you know? that's some meter though right there, right? Yeah, because she already knows how she's going to worry. The situation that she has kind of get, gotten used to. I have to get worried when it's dark outside. And then she sometimes talks about it, like, around lunchtime already. Okay. Isn't it something like that? I don't know. I'm not here during lunchtime usually. Uh, yeah, but on so the weekends you know about it. I've, but I've you're not empathizing heard. enough, probably. That's why you don't yeah, get it. Yeah, I already skipped to the second <laughs> Okay. But, but I've never, actually, I, I, I never heard her do that. Not consciously. That she's afraid. Yeah, like but the it. problem is she's always coming to me with those kinds of things. Oh, like she usually also doesn't walk downstairs mm -hmm. and asks for, you know, reassurance or anything from you. Mm, does she ever knock at your door? She does. When? When she wants to watch something. Yeah, <laughs> not in the evening. Oh, that's true. But um, I That's told, what I mean. Yeah, I told her very, um, usually very You're strictly. very unwelcome. No. I'm not empathizing with you. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. stay in your room. Mm, I know. Because that's the rule. Mm-hmm. Very empathizing. <laughs> because if we would do that empathizing, scything, yeah, the then whole I time, have a kid who's knocking at my then door. Then we're gonna have this discussion for every night till ten o'clock. You know, because we did that in the beginning. And I think then when she did it the first time coming out after she was put down to bed, um, it was yeah, kind of what's wrong. but she keeps having those phases. I mean, then it gets better and then yeah. she starts all over again. No, this is the first time that she did that. That kind Don't of... we have three cycles already? This is the third? No. Yes. No, not that. Before the bathroom, then... No, it was after... scratching, scratching the wall. That was the reason. Yeah. Which kind was of. totally different, but but moving out of the room, that's new. Well, um, just saying that kids can... Wait, wait a second. Worry about worrying. Yeah, that's not a good thing. So do not give kid... You don't give your kid the feeling that it is a horrible thing if he or she starts to worry. Yeah. Because okay. even worries have a purpose. I mean, yeah, well, actually, no, this is not the case for our kids, but... Some kids, they actually kind of feel guilty about worrying if they see that the mother has a... Well, actually, this applies to my friend who just was here. The story I'm going to tell you later, mm -hmm. but she has 
her daughter is actually worrying about her mom mm. and then she can also see that her mom is even more worried because the daughter is worried and the whole thing kind of vicious you know, cycle it's a vicious cycle and maybe the daughter should know you know it's okay to have these kinds of worries i mean some of them are legitimate mm -hmm. yeah the question is how do you act upon those worries yeah i'd say well, does it give you a reaction or do you, do you act uh, the problem is the daughter is worrying about exactly the same things that her mother already is worrying about so therefore her mother it, it's difficult for the mom to say oh yeah that's kind of fine you know mm. because for some reason the daughter already knows what might be the biggest worry you know okay so it's not that easy um yeah so just be calm be calm uh, yeah whatever number three bring your child's worry to life okay that sounds kind of weird so now they're talking about giving your child like the child can draw a picture of her worry person like the person who's whispering the worries into her ear for example and give that person a name by the way yeah i know this sounds strange to you because you don't ever have those kinds of worries no no, but, no, no, no. it sounds okay. strange the concept of um painting your worries as dreams come true things yeah like i think painting it's your of, worst no, case scenario no 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 not you're not painting the worry itself you're but pointing the the person who's whispering the worry into your ear oh Do you know about Günther, no. the Schweinehund thing from, I don't know, this German comedian and uh, I don't know, yeah, book maybe. author. And he has this Schweinehund, yeah. like this um, pig dog <coughs> who is trying to tell you that you shouldn't go into the gym or I don't know, pig dog that you should really eat the horrible stuff. But it's basically stuff. your innate laziness. Yeah, whatever, this kind of Give, animal. Given a name. Mm -hmm. So he gave him a name. It's called Günther. And this is something that even therapists use sometimes, that you should give your worry or your critic or whatever you have in your head mm -hmm. who's giving you bad messages, you should give that person a name mm. or maybe even have like this kind of character caricature about this person. Okay, so you so can you make it talk back to it. Oh, yeah. You know, like Christians are talking like the devil told me mm -hmm. sometimes, yeah. you know? Mm. And here you can so we just call him devil then the guy who gives us worries yeah <laughs> that's the easiest name keep it simple yeah no Gunther for all intended purposes okay yeah. so Gunther. and this is something that you can actually do with kids that you can tell them you know what tell Gunther is Gunther already no. yeah Gunther is telling you these bad things again what can you t you know maybe what can you respond to Gunther when he's talking like this okay as an example That's very abstract, but um, in a way, practically doable. I actually think it's not abstract. No, it is very abstract to, to, to give a concept of, of worry, a name, and make it a person that you can talk to. Worry, anxieties, anything that's negative. You can even put it like, to, in, in, like I'm, I'm having all these critics mm -hmm. in my head. Yeah, the judges. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of numerous, but... Mm -hmm. 
can give them names. So plenty of names. Yes. For all those judges. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. I just don't want them to end up as a schizophrenic or something, you know? Yeah, if I start screaming around to them all the time, that would be kind of scary. I don't know. You mean you, you more likely cower to them and don't scream back because they would judge you for it? Yes, no? Maybe. Exactly. Then I have created another <laughs> judge. No, but, but we never tried this, actually. I think it's a fun approach. By the way, no, I told you a story where I did something like that. But yeah, let's not talk about this right now. <laughs> This is, I think it's a good idea because this is something that works for kids. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it and I'm already thinking about how I can kind of um, put it into practice. Yeah, that's great. I think it's a good idea. Number four, teach your child to be taught, to be a thought detective. Remember... Okay. Guard your thoughts, like? Remember, worry protects you from anger. Pay attention and see. The mind often exaggerates instead of thinking positive. What? I didn't get that part. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> the mind often exaggerates instead of thinking positive. So you should teach the three C method. There's another three C's coming up yeah. now. Cars, computer, club. First one is catch your thoughts. Uh-huh. So imagine your thoughts like in a bubble above your head, like in a comic book. You know, you have this huge bubble and there's okay. your thought inside of it. Is that really working for kids? I don't know. Because that sounds like a bit grown-up stuff, like-y, like-ish. Maybe this is for older kids, because I think Gunther works better yeah, for Gunther smaller ones. Yeah, I mean, keep it simple, but okay, catch your bad thoughts. Huh. Okay, wait a second. And now it says, now catch one of the worried thoughts, <laughs> like, no one at school likes me. You first have to identify what kind of thought you're having. Well, actually, this is something that... Yeah, actually, it's already working with Gunther, isn't it? Yeah, you covered that with Gunther. Yeah, I'm just saying... like it. any bad thought. Yeah, but they weren't um, elaborating on it. Okay, it was just but, that but, point. but yeah, again, so, for catch the bad thought, okay? And therefore, you're going to have to find out what is going to be in the bubble. Because so many times, even grown-ups... They can feel this tightness or anxiety or whatever, and they never know what kind of anxiety is behind it. Sometimes it's just this weird feeling, Mm -hmm. and then it takes your prefrontal cortex brain that you use in order to find out what kind of sentence is behind it. And this is what the kids have to do as well. Sure. Mm -hmm. Second Mm. C, collect evidence. This is the ant method. I mean, so many therapists are talking about this, but never mind. Collect evidence. Next, try to find reasons for and against this thought. Make a list, basically. This is, yeah, it works for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> okay, so you can skip the, this is for kids like 14 to older. Whatever. So yeah, This is not going to work on a seven-year-old, just saying. Good yeah, that works, uh, but, but that is uh, kind of a thing. Yeah, it's rather you have the... the um, a conversation with Gunther. You can tell him, he said something like, no one is going to like me at school. And then you can talk about, yeah, is he right? Is he not right? Why could he be right? Why could he not be right? Yeah, that's the analytical debate that has to happen, which is not going to happen for a seven-year-old, just say. Yeah, for seven-year-olds, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I don't think... No, it's not. That's going to work. But... 
Yeah, maybe for the older kids. And I the mean, third we've one, got enough to practice that on. The first, uh, the third C would be challenge your thoughts. The best way to do this is to teach your children to have a debate within themselves. Good, Good time. Yeah. So yeah. this point yeah, is kind CCC, of not really... I kind of, yeah, let's skip to, to, I mean, take the one before that. That was Gunther. It's more simple. Mm. So you just and scratch number four. Simple is always better. Yeah. I mean, this could work for, for more like teenagers, I guess, mm -hmm. to give them some tools to analyze themselves. I mean, they have to practice that at one point to become self-aware, self-reflection you know, self is an important part of growing up. Um, that might help. Yeah, definitely. Give some tools. I don't know if boys are really into that. We'll see. I mean, our boys are into that. Well, I'm going to try with them. Of course you are. Good luck with that. And um, <laughs> I'll be, you know, happy to hear the results. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, number five. <laughs> I mean, that's this is basically what kids are for, right? You can try and test. Yeah, them. and we have yeah. four chances. Who's gonna so... Who's gonna tell you no? So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Only my four hundred and seventy-five judges, but yeah, but you can have cares? a discussion with them later on. Yeah, I just put them in the background. Right. Number five. Mm -hmm. Allow them to worry. Let them worry openly in limited doses. Oh, and then you can even have a daily ritual. Like a worry time between 10 oh, and 15 minutes. Are you serious? I'm putting the worry on a pedestal. I, I it's on the altar that we visit every day at 5 to 6 and worship the worry away. I mean, come on. I don't know if this is going to work for children. I mean, especially because children, they are very much in the moment. Yeah. And you're going to tell them, oh, you know what? You can work Have you later. thought about your worries no. today? Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> but there is actually one point where I felt like this is applicable with our daughter, again, for the evening thing, you mm -hmm. know? Her being worried about being, you know, afraid. The moon, whatever. When it's dark outside. And if she starts, which she has done, talking about it at lunchtime, mm -hmm. I can tell her, you know, this is something that you can worry later about. Oh. Because she's going to worry about it anyways. <coughs> so why already worry around, like, noon over it at noon? Yeah. yeah. Why, indeed. Because you have to build a little shrine for that particular worry. So yeah. you can visit it every day. Which she does anyways. Yeah, she does anyways. It, <laughs> tell me how to destroy this little shrine. I don't know, but I don't think building up a shrine or, you know, putting up a... Space every day for the worries. In this case, I, mean, I think it's actually a good thing to tell her. You know, you can worry about this later. Yeah, you can. I mean, how many times have you told her not to worry, and how much did it work? Twice. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. No, I, okay. This might work for some children. So release every oh yeah okay now they're even talking about releasing everything in writing and it gets better okay make it fun by decorating a worry box oh <laughs> are you serious <laughs> no I'm I'm sorry I can't follow that advice. Okay. I, I think this is. By good. the way, no, yeah. no, it gets even better. Okay, Wait a second. you don't have a worry box now. You uh, so now uh, again we're making a shrine here. Yeah, and there is no rule about what counts as a legitimate worry, mm -hmm. 
anything goes. Okay. Yeah. And when the time is up, you close the box and say goodbye to the worries for the day. But and that let me just is, say something else. Yeah. Kind of, it's a little bit like prayer. Like people who don't pray. Mm -hmm. They need some kind of an outlet. I mean, this is something that usually, usually this used to be something that you would do in prayer. You yeah. would have your evening prayers and that's when you would tell everything that's on your mind and that is hanging over you and that is burdening you down. No. And if you don't have it, you have to make little decorated boxes and so you can put the worries in there. Probably, yeah. Or you can pray. Or you can do that. And I opt for praying. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Actually, for some kids, it might be even better to write it, but you can write a prayer down as well. Yeah, never mind. Number six, help them go from what if to what is. So we can time travel in our thoughts. We can worry. What if they say this? What if they laugh? What if they do not want to spend time with me? So the what if, and instead you should rather simply focus on your breath for a few minutes. Okay, I'm just trying to what? imagine this working. I mean, this is something that this kind of advice is also be given to grown-ups. Yeah, this sounds if you're worrying very about much something. like grown-ups, making it a little bit, you know, fit for kids as well. Just saying. It sounds I'm a just like wondering. I don't know, this is something, this would never work on me either. Well, if I have a worry, I, for me personally, mm. it's much better to have my lists and go through those well, what you, ifs. You are in the CCC, you know, catch them, collect them and well, analyze, challenge them. challenge them. Yeah, and then also find out like if one of those what ifs becomes true, reality. What am I going to do about it? it means if I kind already of preparing. Have a, yeah, preparing. This is another worst. one. Kind of. Or just to know, you know, if this happens, you know, it's not that bad because then I can still do this. But whatever. To kind of have a plan. Yeah, but there are a million scenarios that you have to, you know, think through. And I'm talking about my specific words that I usually have. Okay. And I don't think if the kids... Do the kids really have those kinds of worries where... I think they have a pretty much worry-free life in that regard. Yeah, most areas. But those kinds of worries that they have, they are real to them. And they More can, real to them than they should they be acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. But then telling them, you know, unimportant, just no, focus no, on your breath. No, you know, that's what we're not doing. That's <laughs> number one. Yeah. But telling them, you know what, come back to the right now. Just focus on your breath right now. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Sounds a bit kind of weird. Sounds a bit strange, right? Maybe it might work for some kid out there. Maybe. Hmm? Aaron? Just yeah, remember? you might know. I, I don't. <laughs> Number seven. Avoid avoiding everything that causes anxiety. So instead of yes, avoiding... Yes, <laughs> this is not possible, really. If the kid is afraid of sitting on swings... Oh, yeah, this was a weird example. If your kid is afraid of sitting on swings in the park, you 
do it in little chunks. You first go to the edge of the park. Then you walk into the park. Then you go to the swings and finally you get on the swing. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know what kind you, of kids you, they're talking you, about. You ninja move to the swing and like, whoop, suddenly we're here, now you have to do, sit on the swing too. No, you have to do it step by step and probably you're going to have to talk about each little step for half an hour or something. I'm just, yeah, then just don't use the swings. Yeah. Why would you bother? I mean, like, like swinging. Because number seven says avoid avoiding everything that causes anxiety. Yeah, everything. Yeah, but those are little things. Like, I don't like to sit on swings. Yeah, so what? Just go on the slide. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's why the example is weird. Yeah. I mean, like, we like, there are some people who don't like beans. I'm just saying, our kid, we couldn't tell him, you know, um, you're not going to have to have braces because the kids might make fun of you and then you're going to have to have weird teeth your whole life. So this is something, I mean, this is something different than not you're having to go on the swings. Yes. Right? Uh, banal what you call that it's kind of a no-brainer mm. i think if your kids doesn't like if you well, don't, don't like swings kid. then then just don't you know s sit on swings basically it's that yeah. why would you force anyone a million other things to do yeah i'm just wondering if a kid actually is really afraid like has some kind of social anxiety and always is worrying that everybody's laughing I mean, about the, the them. basic principle more be behind is how can you approach a subject slowly and not completely avoid it if it is important. That example is, of course, the definition yeah. of what's not important. Um, but if you have anything that you cannot really avoid, then of course it's it's better to not like go in your face style, right? But rather be subtle. Yeah. If if I take the meaning. You know, yeah. If I interpret interpret that right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree. And, um, and by the way, this was something where I made a little suggestion, and I told him that maybe he wants to meet his friend on the weekend. Like he got his braces on Friday, and he could have met one of his friends on the weekend, mm -hmm. and therefore kind of check out and test the waters of his anxiety in face of just having one friend to cope it, having to face it. Mm -hmm. And uh, which he, like, he didn't want it, but now he had to go, you know, fully power. Yeah. Number eight, help them go through a checklist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you... So again, this is more for teenagers. Yeah, you, yeah. you write down a individual checklist oh. for your child. And this is why you'll really like that. And um, this what's is... It oh, actually, oh, it this was written by... Who was her name? René Jean or Jane. Jane, Jane or whatever. Jane. Who is... I don't know. A woman. And? She likes lists. Maybe there's men out there <laughs> liking lists. There like, might be some. Cannot be... Okay, <laughs> and this kind of list it could include things like first you breathe, again then with you the say a certain sentence, really? do your you affirmations, whatever. Mm -hmm. You just have your steps, what to go through when you are facing your anxiety, and this is something that yeah, this is also grown ups. They're usually in therapy, of they would course. also get this kind of checklist. Yes, 
when this hits, I'm first going to do this, mm -hmm. then I'm going to do this, yeah. then I'm going to do this. So wait. Have an action plan to, it might. To, to battle against your anxieties. And you're not going to do it on seven-year-olds. Do, nope. it do it on, on teenagers. older ones. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine, practice self-compassion. Self-compassion. Which is not necessary for you. Don't what, blame what, yourself what, what, as a parent. This, yeah, <laughs> this too, is what I mean. Too late. <laughs> Already not blaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might have enlarged some anxiety, but it is always many different factors that play into a child's anxiety. Remember, you can help your child and work on your own. Okay. And by the way, that must be also a video under this article, which I haven't checked out yet. It's a, it's a breathing video, let me guess. I don't know, something, <laughs> a checklist video. Mm -hmm. um, if I find it, I'm also going to link it down below in our show notes. You are? Yes. That's brave of you. And um, these are the nine points. I mean, it's so easy mm -hmm. to ease your child's anxiety. That's right. Just follow these nine points. Mm, and make a list. Exactly. How you can better follow the points. Don't forget to breathe, too. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't? You shouldn't avoid breathing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Double negative, I know. <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, um, yeah. when parents are anxious, yes, that kind of multiplies. I mean, they could feel guilty about this with some reason behind it. Yeah. No, um, nervousness definitely transfers. Yeah, but then being anxious about being anxious, that would lead to anxiety. Be, no, that would be uh, against a number two. Circle, what was it? Circle, against number circle, three or yeah. something. So um, that's not going to help. Just know that you can still do something about it. Hmm. So in other words, chillax. As Andre would do. But just <laughs> ask yourself, what would Andre do? Well, he would never feel guilty. I, I wouldn't Why blame would he? myself. No. <laughs> yeah. So thank you listening uh, for listening, Aaron, Again. and all those other wonderful parents out there who are listening to us. Thank make, you very much. Make a list. Make a list. Um, <laughs> write some comments. Subscribe above and above. Um, below, wherever, or below, or <laughs> in the right or left corner, or whatever. And subscribe and write a review. And basically, just tell us what you think. And do everything. Yes, yeah. exactly. Thank, Thank you, you so you very much. much. Good night. Bye bye. <laughs>